Welcome to No Rain Date, a community podcast about local news and people. No Rain Date is a production of Saucon Source LLC. For more local news and information, please visit SaucinSource.com. Hello and welcome to No Rain Date. This is episode 13 and I'm Josh Popachak, the publisher of Sock and Source. Here are the news headlines for the week ending February 19th, 2020. The big story on Sock and Source this past week has been out of Fountain Hill where the Hosey, a former bar and social club near the playground in Fountain Hill, was recently sold by the borough. The borough had actually purchased the property about a year ago in late 2018 with the idea of possibly eventually repurposing it as a uh, municipal building. Ultimately, they were not able to find grants that would help rehabilitate the structure, and the borough decided to list the property for sale. They ended up making over $100,000 profit on the sale of the property. The borough purchased it for 70000 and sold it to a local developer for about 210000 That was in January. The developer, Lou Pector of Bethlehem, has submitted uh, preliminary plans that call for construction of uh, 18 age-restricted housing units on the site. As I said, preliminary plans that have not gone before the borough yet and there are many details regarding that to be worked out. Nothing's been approved yet, so we'll continue to follow that story and update you as we can. In Hellertown, there's a zoning hearing board meeting this week to consider two appeals that have been filed. One is for an apartment conversion in the 1600 block of Main Street. The owner of a twin wants to turn the single-family dwelling into two apartments. The other request is on Linden Avenue. It's a former commercial building. The owner is seeking, again, an an exception that would allow him to put um, more apartments in the building than would normally be permitted. It's pretty rare that Hellertown Zoning Hearing Board even meets, let alone has two hearings in one night. So we will be there on Wednesday evening to cover that, and we'll definitely have a story depending on what comes out of the meeting. Zoning hearing notices themselves were in the news this week, and you may wonder why. That's partly because of the law in Pennsylvania, which dates back to 1976, actually, and it's called the Newspaper Advertising Act. Newspaper because the internet hadn't been invented yet and news was consumed in a totally different manner in 1976. Almost everybody read a paper daily, and it was commonplace to see notices about upcoming meetings, bids for proposal, any type of municipal advertising in those papers because everybody read them. Today, circulation is declining. More people are getting their news online than ever before, And obviously that trend is going to continue, which is why we here at Sock and Source are excited to work towards a more equitable and balanced law in the state that will allow municipalities to continue to publish notices 
in newspapers, but also provide a greater incentive for them to do that online, because currently there is no incentive to do that. Publishing notices online is also a less costly option, and ultimately the cost of publishing legal ads, guess what? It's paid out of the borough's budget, which is funded by taxpayers. So in an era when more people are online, Publishing these notices online will equal greater transparency and savings for our municipal budgets, which typically are strapped, especially in the boroughs like Hellertown and Fountain Hill. We are grateful that Mayor David Heintzelman voiced support for greater online publishing of notices, and we've gotten support from the borough, and that's why we were able to have the story we did this week about the zoning hearing board meeting. And we'll continue to bring you those regardless of what the current law is uh, because we're committed to uh, informing you of the important news you need to know. We hope we'll have your support as we embark on a journey to hopefully convince some of our elected officials in the area to support our cause, which is really a community cause. And we'll have more about that in the future. The big story in Lower Saucon Township in the last week has been a court hearing that was held to fill a vacancy on Lower Saucon Township Council. This is one of two recent vacancies that have occurred on Lower Saucon Council. This vacancy resulted from the resignation of Councilman Ryan Stauffer back in November. Uh, What happened after that was Lower Saucon Council in December attempted to fill the vacancy by appointment. However, council deadlocked on two successive votes. At that point, it was essentially a hopeless deadlock, which meant that under the township bylaws, the matter would be decided by the county court of common pleas. Candidates that wanted to fill the vacancy were required to submit petitions to the court uh, with at least 10 signatures from township residents on them. And ultimately, there were four applicants for that position. One of them withdrew his application. That would be now Councilman Tom Carocci, who was appointed to fill the other vacancy in early January. Confusing? Yes, (laughs) it is a little confusing. And even as a writer, it, it can be difficult to keep the two vacancies straight, but we've endeavored to do that with our story, which we encourage you to read. Hopefully it's it's easy to understand. What has happened now is that uh, the judge heard from the three applicants who are Democrat Kristen Stauffer, Republican Donna Lauder, and Independent David Yaraguay at the hearing where they were asked a series of questions about their qualifications and each had the opportunity to tell the judge about why they believe they are the best qualified for this seat, uh, which will be through the end of 2021. Kristen Stauffer is a township resident who ran unsuccessfully for a council seat back in November. The same can be said of Donna Lauder, who was already on council. She had served one term and lost in November. Uh, Mr. Yaraguay did not run last year, and he has not served on township council in the past. However, he has served on the township environmental advisory council, which is a volunteer position. 
The judge was honest in saying that he thinks he has a difficult decision ahead of him, and I'm sure he does. Uh, all three candidates uh, represent different viewpoints, different types of experience, different political parties. So it will be very interesting to see who is chosen ultimately. He did not say Judge uh, Augello, who, by the way, is from Luzerne County, uh, not Northampton, because of a potential conflict of interest with a family member of one of the applicants working for Northampton County. Judge Augello uh, did not indicate how long the, the decision-making process may take for him, so it could be a few days or it could be a few weeks. Um, hopefully it won't take that long because I'm sure the township and the, the people working in township government as well as the current council members are eager to welcome a fifth person onto council, whoever it may be, so that they can get on with the business of running the township. We will certainly have a news story about the judge's decision. As soon as that is issued, we will go from there. In restaurant news, we have Promenade Shop's Winter Restaurant Week starting shortly. It's going to start next week, and that runs from Sunday through Thursday. We have a number of your most popular Promenade Shop's eateries participating, including Kome, White Orchids, Melt, Top Cut, Torre, and Red Robin, Pliables is also participating, and Capital Blue Healthy U Cafe. So you'll want to check out our story regarding the restaurant week deals. There are prefix menus, some for lunch and more for dinner, and you'll want to review those on the Promenade Shops website. The link is in our story. Lastly, Hellertown Police are investigating an unusual case in which a resident said, Somebody siphoned gas from their car. Uh, this was on Laubach Street, and there's apparently no video surveillance of the caper, uh, but police are asking anyone who may have witnessed something suspicious in that area to call them at 610-838-7040. This occurred sometime between 2 a.m. February 8th and approximately 5.30 p.m. February 9th. And now we have the weather with Tony, who will tell us whether we can expect any more cold weather after last weekend's cold snap. Take it away, Tony. Hey everyone, Tony here from Lehigh Valley Weather Authority with your exclusive five-day outlook for Salk and Sources No Rain Day podcast. For today, your Wednesday February 19th, 2020, sunny skies will preside with a high temperature of 42, going down to 23 tonight. Thursday will feature periods of sun and clouds, the high temperature of just 33, going down to 17 at night. Friday, sunny skies return, high temperature of 36, nighttime low of 22. Saturday and Sunday, featuring brilliant sunshine, highs in the mid-40s, lows in the upper 20s. That's all I have for this week. If it's any consolation, there is a little glimpse of hope here towards the end of the month that we could see a, a very brief return to winter with some more favorable conditions uh, returning. 
it could bring bring a little potential for maybe some snow if everything can be timed out correctly but, but we'll take it in stride as always and monitor it as we get closer that's all i have for you have a wonderful week and we'll talk to you soon It's my pleasure to welcome a friend and fellow business owner here in the 600 block of Main Street in Hellertown, uh, Leanne McCarty, who owns Hellertown Bakery. Leanne opened the bakery nearly four years ago, and it's become a, a real institution here in the borough, which didn't have a bakery at that point. And welcome, Leanne. Hi. I wanted to delve into your history with baking and, and find out a little bit more about how that evolved. And, you know, I know you baked before you had your own bakery for at other places, but how old were you when you first started baking and, and how did it develop? How did your interest develop in it? Well, of course, besides the Easy Bake Oven that, you know, came out <laughs> 100 years ago. <laughs> Um, it's funny because my first job was actually at a bakery in Jersey, in Carver Township. It was in a little strip mall. I think I was probably maybe 12 at the time. Hmm. Of course, they didn't let me do too much, but, you know, maybe, like, dress donuts and work the counter. But mm-hmm. I, I liked it. And ever since then, I wanted to get back into it. So that was kind of like a, hopefully a full circle for me first and hopefully the last job mm-hmm. now who who did you learn how to bake from was it just on the job or did you learn at home from um, relatives I probably did it at home for a good six years prior to opening the store like on the side just for like family and friends mm-hmm. and it just it kind of got away from me I had to make a decision I couldn't I couldn't do both any longer. I was waitressing and bartending and I started making desserts for both bar and restaurant that I worked for and customers on the side as well. So it just, it got too busy for me. I had to, you know, choose. Mm-hmm. And you, you were making a lot of cake pops, right? Wasn't yeah, I started, like yeah. thing kind of? I started making cake pops, but uh, people started asking me to do other stuff, cakes and pies for holidays and it was a lot to learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still learning today, but yeah, YouTube is my uh, biggest teacher, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when we were having this conversation too yesterday, I was like, how how did people... Well, today it's so easy to find a cake design just by using Google. Mm-hmm. But years ago, we didn't have that. And you had to like look through a big book or you talked about like projector or something yeah they had like this um cake projector that um they put the cake underneath of it and you had to choose like what style you wanted like which photo was like simple like little butterflies or hearts and then the decorator would just trace the outside of the picture and fill it in right but yeah it was pretty basic Today you have to do it all. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no projector. <laughs> right. Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, you know, see? Yeah. Whatever pops into somebody's head basically can become a cake. Sure, sure. Yeah, you have to uh, You have to be an artist. And I know you've, you've made some unusual ones. What are, what are some like unusual cakes that sort of stand out in your mind that you've made over the years? 
I would say the strangest one was it was a freak show cake. It was for a wedding, and we had to deliver it to Coney Island. And it was a topsy-turvy, four-tiered wedding cake that um, I had to design and uh, bring in pieces. So I never really got to see the cake before it was assembled on site. So I had to envision it, you know, hmm. together before it left the building. But uh, that that was pretty cool. There was um, there was like original sugar sheet pictures all around the cake of the freak shows like the original like freak show yeah. people yeah like bearded lady yeah and stuff yeah like that on your cake <laughs> yeah your wedding cake the wedding cake <laughs> this was not the uh you know Susie and joe homemaker wedding i'm guessing <laughs> no and it was um it was caramel corn flavored with a caramel corn filling wow well yeah keep it in that sideshow theme yeah yeah and it was on the boardwalk at, at the actual freak show building. Oh, my gosh. But you saw pictures of it mm-hmm. when it was put together. Mm-hmm. Now, just transporting the cakes is a big thing. I mean, especially a long distance like that. Yeah. That could be nerve-wracking, I would sure. imagine. Because sure. you're, you're dealing with, at that point, probably time is your enemy. I mean, what happens if you get stuck in traffic or something? Or, you know, you have to, you know, maintain a constant temperature for the cake and... Yeah, and and you can't put it on the front seat to watch it because that's dangerous too. Right. <laughs> you can't keep your eyes off of it. You just every little motion is you see it jiggle and it's yeah, it's definitely nerve wracking. I've done that. I mean, put it in the front seat and I'm terrible <laughs> at transporting cake. So putting that on the record. But you do a lot of. Well, you do a lot of cakes, period. We're coming into wedding season. I know you do a lot of wedding cakes. Is there like a, a certain amount of time you need, lead time, if somebody wants a wedding cake? or Not really. We do do last-minute stuff. Of course, time is, is great if they can give me as much time as they need, as they can. Mm-hmm. But like when Easton Bakery closed, there were a lot of people who were, you know, banking on them to make their cakes, so they scrambled to me and... You know, mm-hmm. I made a few last minute ones, which was which was cool. But yeah, wedding cakes I do more and more every year. That's a big hitter for me. And you'll you'll host like the bride and the her friends and family to come in and, and sort of sample yeah. things, right? Yeah, tastings, That's yeah. That's a common thing that they do mm-hmm. to help them decide like what what they want. Sure, yeah. So if you're in the market for a wedding cake you know who to call and set up your your complimentary tasting because you'll be well taken care of. Let's talk about some of the other products because you you'll bake just about everything. However, it is a smaller bakery, so you just don't have the the room to have everything available all the time. But some things are like donuts, cookies, pastries. What are some of the you know other products that you make? And I know. You also bake gluten-free and, and even vegan on request, right? We do. Um, we also do, like, sugar-free for diabetic. We do the keto diet. You know, we, I mean, we try to do, we try to cover every, every avenue of, like, diets. Keto uh, is really Dairy-free. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So how do, you, how do you make something keto-friendly as opposed to 
regular. Well, we we use um, almond flour and coconut flour, which is okay. has a lot less carbs in it. Okay. So we we use that as well as like um, like a, a stevia sweetener. I think stevia is the best. That's mm-hmm. that has less of a like a chemical taste and it's natural. Yeah, I've sort of gotten. I didn't like it at first, but I've gotten used to the taste it's not now. Bad. It's it's really not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it in in coffee. That's no. the main thing. It just does not taste right in coffee. And no. you have great coffee too. Yeah, the the bitterness of it I think counteracts with the coffee. It makes it taste like a has a, like a bitter. Yeah. Bitter. I'd taste. rather drink coffee with like no sweetener than right. stevia Black. in it. Yeah. So okay, so like if if you were gonna make something vegan, you would use like coconut oil for the icing or. No, we just we just do a, a vegan butter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is made of what? Uh, it's vegetable? a ve- vegetable. Yeah, it's Shortening. it's actually it's very similar to margarine. Okay. But it doesn't have as many chemicals in it. Like margarine, they say is like one ingredient away from plastic. I don't I don't know how true <laughs> one, that one is. One molecule. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but. <laughs> We don't want to find out. No, no, and we and we just substitute like say the eggs we use um like applesauce. Okay. Know? Yeah. For the moisture. Yep. And these these are, you know, types of lifestyles that are becoming more common. So people, when they're ordering, you know, baked goods, are are almost getting to the point where they expect to be able to custom design it as far as their mm-hmm. their dietary restrictions. Um, yeah, the vegan, the vegan diet is trending. Mm-hmm. It's huge right now. Right. And gluten free is is like. And you went so, vegan recently, right? I did. So you yeah. have the knowledge then to sort mm-hmm. of bring that to the to the table. Yeah. That's I know, helpful. I know you said yeah you you're really enjoying it so. It's great! Oh my god, I feel amazing. It it really is. I I, I don't think I'll ever go back. Honestly. More energy. More energy. Um, you, you just your body just feels healthier overall. Increased mm-hmm. blood flow. Your your mind gets sharper. Just like overall, like health performance is just amazing. I feel younger. Mm-hmm. I should try that myself. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. There's not so many things like readily available. You have to suffer sometimes like going out to eat you can't there's not everything you know they don't really have too much a lot of places right you're subject to like fries or or yeah (laughs) them running out the back door to just throw some twigs and berries in a bowl yeah (laughs) that's what i picture i know another one of your most popular products and i don't think this is vegan or I don't know if you make a gluten-free version, but the sticky buns are really popular. And you make those on the weekends, right? Just Saturday, yeah. Saturday. They're huge. They, I swear they are the best sticky buns ever. Mm. Oh, my gosh, when they're still warm. Oh, yeah. It's like there's so much honey in them, too. Do you have customers that come in every week just for those? Every week, yep. I have, like, standing order customers that are faithful and i mean a lot of times they won't even get out to the shelf because i'll have so many people call in and you know say hey save me six or you know Mm-hmm. and you have to like sort of for some customers like they might want a 
a particular kind of bread for a certain holiday? Like, didn't you make, like, the Pascha bread, like, before with the... Yes, with Easter. Right. And now you're making king cakes for Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, yeah. So you kind of have to do everything, basically. Everything, yeah. (laughs) Do the customers ever sort of, like, guide you and tell you how to make something if you've never made it before, or...? They do. They shoot me recipes. You know, their old old grandma's recipe. You got to make this for me, and they'll give me this tattered piece of paper and say, can you make this for me? Oh, my gosh, I haven't had it in years. (laughs) And you're like, well, maybe if I could actually read it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Uh, soda bread is right around the corner now. Irish mm-hmm. soda bread. St. Patty's Day, I think, is our next holiday. So that's going to be huge. Yeah. Hot cross buns. Mm-hmm. Hot cross buns. For Easter. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I don't know why we have to have them, but we just do. I don't get a big <laughs> call for the, the um, oh, what are they called? Those little, little coconut balls that are coated in, um... Uh, cocoa powder, Irish potatoes. Yes. <laughs> Not a fan. They're kind of like in the in the same category as fruitcake, where like they just sit around. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think I've only made them a couple times. Not a big. I don't get a big call for those. I think my my favorite time of year in the bakery. I mean, and it's great all year round, but it's like the fall because you have like. The apple dumplings and the pumpkin spice and like everything's just those flavors are it's all like warm flavors like yeah good old apple pie is is huge and and bechdel's orchard is like i love having them right down the street that's that's beautiful yeah yeah you you make an effort to buy local produce whenever you can sure and other ingredients yeah if it's available yeah i'm on it their apple cider for the apple cider donuts. Mm. Lucky. Lucky to have them around, yeah. And you've you've also at times I know had your your products in other local businesses, like for example, Mystical Treats. You mm-hmm. bake um rolls and bread for them, which mm-hmm. they use on their sandwiches. So if you're enjoying a sandwich there, it's you know, locally your it's your bread. Mm-hmm. George's Luncheonette, also, we make their pastries for their counter, you know, like a grab-and-go thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to be gearing up for Fasnacht Day, which is about less than a week away now. That's obviously a Pennsylvania tradition. Did you grow up with that tradition? We did. We did, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we are busy for Fasnacht. I'm sure everyone is, actually, but it, they are authentic. We, we make them with potatoes. Not many people do make authentic Fosnots. They, they make, you know, donuts and pawn them off as It's work, yeah, Fosnots, but to yeah. make them. Yeah. And they're just, like you touched on this earlier, there aren't as many bakeries around as there were even a few years ago because mm-hmm. we've had Easton Bakery closed, Schubert's closed. It just seems like every few months you hear about another one. Mm-hmm. Elias. Um, right? You're you're kind of, in a way, I guess, it's good that you're here because you're able to, you know, pick up or pick up those orders for the people that otherwise wouldn't wouldn't be able to get them. Mm-hmm. Now, for the Fosnox, 
How many different kinds do you make? Um, we're doing sugar, cinnamon sugar, regular sugar, uh, powdered and glazed, and of course plain. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say majority people just get like an assortment. You know, they want to try them all. Mm-hmm. And they should be ordering those now, basically. Sure. Yeah. For sooner. I mean, you can also later. come in that day and and pick some up, but yeah. They're going to be flying off the shelves. So if you <laughs> yeah. place an order in advance, you're, you don't have to worry about being disappointed that you run out or something. Yeah, yeah, because it's hard to keep them in the, on the shelf because it, they're gone as soon as we make them. You're going to have to get up real early that day, right? I probably won't sleep. It's, <laughs> it's an all-night all thing. <laughs> oh, no. I'll bring you coffee. <laughs> yeah. Bakery people need to be morning people, right? And I'm not. I'm so not a morning person. I've been a night person my whole life. And they say, oh, it takes 21 days to change your 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 sleep pattern. No. It's been almost four years. Still, no, still, still a night person. I'm still a bear in the morning. I, I can relate to that, too. I mean, like, yeah, like, 7 o'clock, I'm just getting going. 7 p.m., like, work-wise sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when I feel more alert. It's it's weird. Later in the day, yes. Yeah. And, like, if I wake up earlier, you know, I don't know, people say, I wake up early and I get so much done. I'm like, if I wake up early, then I just need, like, a two-hour nap so i don't get anything more done yeah i don't know how you do that your day is is done pretty much by seven eight o'clock like your eyes are closing yeah but even on i mean normally you might you might have to get up at like what five six o'clock some mm-hmm. some days to sometimes earlier depending on fill how the case orders. yeah you know make the donuts holidays holidays i try to get in there you know at three at least 3 a.m. 3, 3 a.m. latest. That's a long day. Because mm-hmm. you're there till 5, 6? Six? 6, yeah. 6 at least we close. But you have, you also have help, right? You're not doing this all by yourself. Yeah, I do, I do. I have one girl that works for me, and she's great. She really is. They she, can help with, like, prep work and things she like that. Makes, she's, like, the boss at bread. She makes the best bread. Mm-hmm gotta have bread that's that's like my my thing like bread you're either rice potatoes bread or what's the other one you know what i mean i should make your starch i should bread is my starch i have all the ingredients that was a thought someone actually asked me last week if i made fresh pasta really i never would have thought of that at a bakery yeah it's basically flour eggs do it as an experiment yeah, have a little ravioli. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and you could have it on the little... You have a, a refrigerator there, so you mm-hmm. could just keep it refrigerated. And you've... Ex- yeah, you've... I mean, you've definitely experimented with different things over the years, and, you know, some things work and, and other things don't. You just had... You didn't have donuts till a year ago or so, or... I want to say it's... It- I, it has it has been a year, yeah, because we did the Fosnots last year, so it'll probably be a little over a year because I think we did get the fryer in mm-hmm. maybe a month prior. Right. And now we have a um, 
a soft serve machine. So hopefully that'll be up um, spring. That would be great. Yeah. And people, yeah. Because there's no, no other place right around here for that. So not where you could walk to. Yeah. What do you like about being in, in Hellertown? You also live here. Yeah, a few blocks away. So you're in Hellertown all the time, kind of like me. <laughs> yes. It's nice. It's it's a nice it's like a little a little knit community. It's it's like family. It's everyone knows each other, you know. Mhm. They congregate in the bakery and sit at the at the tables and, you know, have their coffee and everyone knows everyone else, which is cool. Mhm. Yeah. Now, the bakery is a great place to run into friends or, you know, Mm-hmm. there's hardly a time I think that I go in there that I don't run into somebody that mm-hmm. I know either from another business owner from downtown or just somebody I know through Facebook or or whatever but um it's that kind of gathering spot exactly and the other little businesses I mean we kind of stick together we we cross promote with each other which is great I mean that that's like super helpful word of mouth is like huge mm-hmm. if you're doing something right in town here Everyone's going to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. I know people are... I always see posts on Facebook, where, you know, who, where should I get a wedding cake or whatever? And, mm-hmm. you know, Hellertown Bakery, Hellertown Bakery, Hellertown Bakery. Right, like in right. The, in yeah. the answers. Facebook's huge. Right. That's, that's a great tool to market. Yeah, absolutely. So you have a Facebook page where you post a lot of mm-hmm. photos and... People should definitely follow you on Facebook. It's just Hellertown Bakery on Facebook, right? Yeah. What are your What are your hours and phone number if people wanted to call and place an order? Or they can also order through Facebook, right? Yeah, either way. We're closed Monday and Tuesday, and we're open uh, Wednesday through Saturday, 8 to 6, and then Sunday, 8 to 3. But Sunday uh, Sundays have been getting busier for me. I'm thinking about extending the hours on Sundays. Oh, really? Yeah, especially for like the spring, summertime with the ice cream machine up and running. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah. And I should say you're located sort of like if you're driving through the middle of Hellertown, if you're driving south on Main Street, you're on the right-hand side in between Saucon Valley Insurance Services and then on the other side is sort of a, a vacant store but mm-hmm. you have like you have signs out and everything to <laughs> signs to flags. make it obvious yeah and there's like a little bench out front and a bench open sign yeah the there's like a little uh, bistro set i do have a back parking lot um with a like a grassy area i was actually batting around the idea of putting um like picnic tables out there yeah that's, That's a good also idea. an option, yeah, with the ice cream. People like to squat and eat their ice cream, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do that at Rita's mm-hmm. up the street. It's the mm-hmm. same, same idea. No, that's that's a good idea. We'll, we'll be looking forward to the ice cream and um, everything else. And definitely Fosnock Day, um, get those orders in. Um, <laughs> do your, your Pennsylvania duty. And, and order some and then you can go right up to the main street gym and <laughs> work it off right <laughs> keep it all in hellertown 
thank you, Leanne, for joining us. Oh, uh, thanks for having me, Josh. No problem. I appreciate the invite, yeah. Happy baking. <laughs> thanks. No Rain Date is an original production of Sock and Source, LLC. Our theme music is provided by This Way to the Egress. For more great music by them, be sure to follow This Way to the Egress on Spotify. Thank you for listening. Every night, he climbs the tower, sees your face on every tower.